You're listening to Modern Marketing, a podcast brought to you by Influicity. At Influicity, we build brand communities that drive revenue. Learn more at Influicity.com. On today's episode, Influicity CEO John Davids talks with Adu Adu, Global Head of Social Media at Logitech. Adu, please share your first insight. So my first insight is that we are in the new era of social. And when I say the new era of social media, meaning that I don't think that we are like we're not in the area to where we're able to just post things on different platforms and we're able to just post content. But we really have to start thinking about media ideas that are like big ideas and social first. So we are in the new era of social and it's exciting. So can you give an example of a big idea? Maybe it can be from Logitech or something that you've seen out in the market. Something that actually is, is a thumb-stopping concept that made you go, oh, okay, the, these guys know what they're doing. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, one thing that I'm always challenging our team at Logitech to think about with social media is how are we utilizing emerging platforms? I think that sometimes when it comes to brands, they get very nervous when it comes to these new platforms that are emerging. We know that TikTok just announced their new platform, Lemonade, as well as you know, there's Be Real that popped up. So I'm always looking for those different opportunities. And so when I say big ideas and media ideas, looking at those ideas from a social first lens, you're not just simply posting content on Instagram and posting content on Facebook, but how are you really showing people that you understand the platform? So what we did at Logitech last year during the holiday season was we used Be Real. Now, for any of the listeners that are tuning in right now, Be Real is a social media feature to where it takes a picture, obviously, of you. It takes a picture of with your front-facing camera and the camera that's on the back of your phone as well. And so that could be a little challenging because Be Real is real-time content, and that content is literally taking place within it's real time. Like you can't make any edits. What you take a picture of is what you get. So what we were able to do was identify something culturally relevant, which is Elf on the Shelf that a lot of people do around the holiday season. And so we took a picture of the Elf front facing and then also a picture of our products. But when we did that, that was our way to also include Easter eggs and promo codes that consumers would be able to use on products during the holiday season. But it was only if you were following us on Be Real and we had to accept you. So when you think about platforms like that, there's a lot of things that you think about and a lot of risks because across all platforms with Logitech, we have roughly around 30 million people that follow us. And that's not including our secondary handles such as Logitech G, You know, we have Logitech Gaming, we have Logitech Business, we also have Logitech Education. I'm just talking about the main Logitech handle. And so when you're thinking about an idea like that, it's like, well, we don't have a following, but you're still utilizing social in a social first way that could be really, really topical. And we were able to gain a lot of traction with that. That's such a great example. And what I love about that, and and you're, you're sort of tapping into a second piece, which is that brands often struggle with creative and then they resort to reusing creative from one platform to another. Oh, let's just take our YouTube video and put it on Facebook or whatever. But what you described there was a situation where you're taking the native elements, the native functions of a platform, yeah. the fact that it is real time, it is real life. And you're saying, okay, what can we do that actually resonates with that 
And, you know, Elf on the Shelf is a great example. Or what do you do with the fact that a piece of content might be ephemeral? It's going to go away in 24 hours or it's real time or it's, you know, a different form factor. It's vertical versus horizontal. Brands, I think, that tap into those little intricacies go a lot further. Yeah, absolutely, John. And I mean, like, I mean, you know, I hate to snoop and be a little nosy, but even the picture that's behind you right now, it says reimagine, build, influence. And, you know, to that standpoint, I know that that's so much of what your company stands for. But obviously, I think that that's also a huge makeup of innovation at the forefront. And so that's what you also have to do. I love that. I love the fact that you can see that in the background. That's awesome. (laughs) Um, That's really cool. So tell me about... What do you think holds brands back? So I feel like you know you run social media for a very large company, as you said, 30 million followers just on your main channels. How do you make decisions around, okay, we, we're going to take the time and energy to be on Be Real versus we're not going to do this? Because there are, there are an endless number of platforms that you could be on. How do you prioritize where you want to be? Well, it really comes down to goals and objectives and then KPIs. You know, that's, that should be at the forefront. I think that, you know, we're in a really, really tough time right now, just with the state of the economy. Also with um, so many different companies having to scale back, not only internally when it comes to, unfortunately, sometimes positions, but even when it comes to resources. So I think that that is something else that you have to think about is what's out there that you can currently use. But with our KPIs, as well as our goals, we wanted to make an effort to reach Gen Z. And one thing that we found out about Be Real is that the Gen Z audience was really gravitating to the platform because of the authenticity on that platform. You know, on Be Real, as I mentioned, you're just taking a post and then you have to post it immediately. So unlike millennial culture, and trust me, nothing against millennials or boomers. I'm not, I'm not age bashing here, but just there, there is proven facts and data that support that millennials have overused filters and really have this curated approach when it comes to posting. And so once we found out that Be Real was one of the main platforms that Gen Z was gravitating towards and knowing that that's an audience that Logitech, we also want to reach authentically, we thought that it would be the perfect fit. And it was, it fit like a glove. Interesting. Have there been platforms, and you don't need to name names, but have there been platforms that you've tried using and said, you know what, after a year or two or three, this is just not not a place we need to be? You know, I would say there are platforms that I think that a lot of brands and companies would consider deprioritizing. And it's not because it doesn't necessarily work, but you're deprioritizing because you built that community there. So it's almost working as if, you know, you, you've hit a little bit of a wall because you have that content there. So I can't say that there are any platforms that we completely disregard because we have a great relationship with all of our platform reps as well. But I do think that you have to think about which platforms you're deprioritizing in order to really focus on growing community on platforms that are not that engaged with your brand. This podcast is brought to you by Influicity. Since 2015, we've been building brand communities that drive revenue. First, we did it through influencers. Then we added podcasts. Today, we work with world-class brands to build, optimize, and run breakthrough programs that create and capture demand. It's time to stop renting your influence and start owning it. Learn more at Influicity.com. So there's going to be a lot of social media professionals listening to this and taking advice from you. 
How do you approach the ideas? Because you mentioned that idea with Be Real, which is such a creative thing to do, and it's so timely and seasonal and and so platform specific. How does an idea like that come to life? Is it are you starting with the platform, looking at the mechanics and working up from there? Are you starting with a concept and then saying, hey, what platform would this work best on? What's the creative process? You have to start with the platform. That is the best way. I think that you don't start with the platform. It's almost like you're trying to squeeze an X into a circle. Uh, well, which actually may work. Maybe it's a hexagon. <laughs> I'm like, wait, that could actually work in my world. But you know, I think that you have to start with the platform because you're showing that you understand the platform. You're understanding what's native to it. So you really have to understand that that research and all of the intricacies of like what's bespoke to the platform first, and then I think the idea comes second. Hmm. And that leads to the the next insight I wanted to cover with you, which yeah. is expectations around social media teams. So this is a hot topic because obviously there's a lot of people that have the word social media in their title these days. Okay. What's your insight around this expectations of social media teams? I think that it has drastically changed. You know, when it comes to what social media community managers are doing, I think what social media strategists are doing at the core, though, I think that it's up to everyone to look at thing to look at things from two lens. First, you have to look at social media from a governance lens, which I think gets missed. There's so much governance around social media in general when it comes to operations that you have in place, the tools that you're using, how you're measuring, you know, the different campaigns that you're working on. So at the forefront, that is really, really huge. You have the governance lens. And then the other part is that you have the creativity lens, which is social media strategists truly being able to produce concepts that are exciting, that are social first, that they can get out there. So when I say the expectations of a social media strategist, I think that it needs to be approached from both lens. And hopefully social media leaders are challenging their teams to always think about it from that perspective. Because when you don't, there are a lot of social media strategists that are just posting content for the sake of doing it. And I think that it has you have to look at it from that perspective. The other thing that I will mention is that internally, sometimes I think that there is a stronger emphasis on social media execution as well as content, surprisingly being owned by PR teams or brand teams. And what happens there is that you have someone that is not necessarily viewing social media from a lens of, you know, social first, but they're really viewing social media from a marketing perspective or from a PR perspective. Palms is very uh, specific. I think that we all need to understand that. And sometimes when we think about comms in general, we look at it as this holistic thing that's all the same, but it's not. So you really want to make sure that you also have the right people in the right seats at your company and or brand. So it's really interesting. And my, my hair s- stood up when you said, who owns social media? Because I remember... So I started in this business in influencer marketing. And I remember from 2013 to probably like 2018 or 19, the question was always, who owns influencer marketing? Which is kind of the same question as who owns social media. And for the longest time, it, every company was different. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew the answer. It kept changing every week. So. How do you solve the problem of, of who owns social or who owns the different elements of social? And how have you, have you dealt with that personally? Yeah, roles and responsibilities, 100%. I am very vocal about that. Who's doing what? Who's going to focus on what? 
And sometimes I think what happens through that is that it actually makes people exhale and they're like, oh, that actually feels so good. <laughs> you know, who, who, who wants to do everything? And so I think just really being able to respectfully set clear roles and responsibilities of who's focusing on what. And, that, and, the, and actually, the more that you think about it, everyone is supporting or helping each other in some capacity. Like, so example, just because now that the listeners are familiar with Be Real, we own that, you know, our social media team own that. But then to that point, once we had our first PR hit where, you know, we got picked up because they said, oh, well, this is interesting. Let's see what Logitech is doing. That's when the PR team comes into play and then they own that. But they're still a part of the story in some capacity. Our creative team had to be involved in that because when we are taking the pictures, we're going by their playbook. But I think that when it comes to the strategy and the core of the idea and the people that are actually pushing the post button, that is the social media team. What do you think about specialization in social media? One thing that I've noticed, you know, it used to be that you could say that you're a social media expert. And now there are endless platforms, there are endless form factors within each platform, algorithm changes, et cetera, et cetera. So how do you think when you're hiring or training or assigning people to your social media team, how are you thinking about how specialized they are versus how broad they are? Yeah, I'm very specific with that. I think because I've sat in the seat so long, I'm able to identify it. But I think even outside of that, from an academia lens, from education lens, we know that individuals are now not only getting certificates, but also degrees in social media. I'm an adjunct professor at Miami Ad School, and I teach a social media class. So I think that when you have industries outside of you know the main one that you're working in having certifications and certificates and degrees they have obviously understood that it is very specific and that it takes a certain amount of education for it to actually say that you are certified or that you have a degree to where you are proficient in social media not to say that you need a degree or that you know you need a certificate to do that but i think that there are things that are very specific to social media uh, strategists versus other comms positions that you can certainly uh, see right off the bat. Yeah, and and even comms positions, but also even content creation positions. If you take yeah. someone who's been doing video for the last 30 years, doesn't mean they're going to know how to make a TikTok. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, 100%. But it goes back to that point, John, of really being able to understand the platforms. And that's what it comes down to. Is that person... They don't even have to be proficient, to be honest, but I think, do they have enough knowledge about how that platform works to where if we go down the line of Reddit, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, LinkedIn, Be Real, and other emerging platforms, are they able to understand the content output? Also Snapchat, forgot about that one. And then also, are they able to understand the audience? If you're able to understand at least at a bare minimum, the content output, on those platforms, and then also the audience, that's a good start. We'll leave it there. Adieu, thank you so much. This was yes. uh, jam-packed with insights. Oh, this was absolutely awesome. And trust me, I'm going to continue to reimagine, build, and as well as influence. And you've also been a, a great influence to so many. So I thank you so much for having me on, John. I appreciate that. Thanks again. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Modern Marketing. This podcast is brought to you by Influicity, empowering marketers to build customer communities that drive revenue. 
We create massive demand via social, influencer, content, paid media, and of course, podcast. Learn more at Influicity.com.